On today's edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast, we take one final look at a huge matchup this Sunday night between the Eagles and the Dolphins. Will the Eagles have Lane Johnson and Devontae Smith ready to go? They're going to need them. We'll get into that more on this Friday edition of Lockdown Eagles. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is sponsored by Prize Picks. The easiest way and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use the promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri, getting you ready for a Sunday night barn burner between the Eagles and the Dolphins. The Eagles going to be wearing their Kelly Green jerseys, two of the best teams in the NFL, Gino, and it, it could, I would not be surprised at all if this was a potential Super Bowl preview with the way these two teams are built and the way they're playing right now. I mean, I don't know. The way Dolphins fans are looking at it, they said Jalen Hurts just doesn't even know how to play quarterback. Yeah, we took some heat the other day, man, for that. Yeah, two and and on is kind of hyping up Tua. I mean, I don't. Yeah, (laughs) go and listen to like the first fifteen minutes of that podcast where we're saying we're deathly afraid of the Miami Dolphins defense, which I think we very still well are. And when I was going through my LOE three picks, that over just kept staring at me. Oh yeah, and we're gonna get into some player props today, man. And I think we're gonna take a lot of overs. It's like, man, how are either of these teams really going to hold up and keep that water behind the dam all game? It's just like an an inevitability that at some point in this game, these offenses are going to explode. And might not take long. It might. It might not take long at all because, I mean, right away, Mike McDaniel, you know he's going to come out there and have an incredible game plan schemed up. And Brian Johnson, where he's been successful, has been in those first 15 plays. So you might get a ton of points right out of the gate. And it just comes down to having, I mean, really good football players on both sides of the football. I mean, Miami's defense, it's an 11, I mean, Miami's offense, rather. It's an 11-man game. I mean, you're out Teron Armstead. You potentially could be out Connor Williams, but the guys that have came in there and played for them, Kendall Lamb at left tackle has been good. And hopefully they don't have to go with Liam Eikenberg at center because if you watch that Bills game and last week against Carolina, it might be tough for them to get through that Eagles defensive front, but at the same time, we're banged up, and it's like, what team is just going to be tough yeah. for longer? Like I agree. Mariani always says, and I think the Eagles weren't tougher longer than the Jets were last week, and that's inevitably why they got beat. And when you look at, again, the firepower of these teams, the coaching staffs, the pass rushers, the secondary talent, when they're at their full strength, these are two of the best rosters in the NFL, but as you mentioned, both teams pretty banged up. When you look at the Thursday injury report yesterday, Gino, um, some good news for the Eagles secondary, and they're going to need it. Sidney Brown was a full participant. So was Darius Slay. Those are your two fastest defensive backs. And against Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, that's massive to get those guys back on Sunday night. Still don't know the full status of you know Jalen Carter. I'm still waiting to see what's happening with Devontae Smith and Lane Johnson. They were limited participants, all three of them, on Thursday. But, man, talk about three guys I think you have to have in this matchup. I would say and Nick Sirianni in his press conference today would not commit to Lane Johnson playing, but I think he's going to go. And Devontae Smith in his press conference yesterday after practice said that not to worry about his hamstring injury, that he should be ready to play as well. So it does seem like they'll probably not be with Reed Blankenship and Bradley Roby this weekend, but everybody else I think is going to be back. 
safeties. Like, man, every single week they're just, know, you just more can't and more banged up. And Terrell Edmonds is going to have to take snaps against a defense that isn't suited to his skill set, right? And no. you just hope that Darius Slate could come back. And hopefully it was just precautionary last week that they wanted to get him back for this week. And they're going to need everybody like legitimately everybody to go and win this football game. And the way Lane Johnson was moving in practice, he didn't even have like a wrap on either of his ankle. He looked fine to me. Yeah. was trying to point that out. Devontae Smith did have a sleeve on his leg, but even his words in the press conference after he said, you don't got to worry about me. I'll be out there on Sunday. And you know, Lane Johnson is going to want to be itching. And Brian Baldinger said the other day he was working out with Lane, and Lane said he was going to be back healthy, which is just crazy that that's like a talking point that Baldy's just working out with these guys midseason. And if Lane Johnson is healthy, Lou, I think it alleviates a lot of the things that we were caught up on talking about this past week of being the issues. Like, why are we forcing things? Why are we behind the yeah. sticks? Why is Jalen Hurts pressured so much? There's quite literally one guy that could take away and alleviate all of that, and it is Lane. And if he comes back, Devontae's healthy. Now you have a new Julio Jones in there. You have DeAndre Swift, who's been revitalized in the past game. Dallas has been getting going. Like, let's just get into that rhythm again. It's not going to be as tough of a defensive matchup. If you look at Miami's secondary, Jalen Ramsey was already ruled out. Nick Needham, Xavier Howard, Cater Kodu, and I believe one other of their cornerbacks was listed on their injury report this week. So oh, they're banged up too, man, for sure. This should be a team that you can score game. points against. Without a doubt. And you look on the back end, I mean, they do have a very good safety tandem. And Javon yes. Holland is probably a top three, four safety in the entire National Football League. But the Eagles got weapons, man, and so does Miami. And that, that's what it's like. It's like... As good as these guys are, we talk about a boxing match. Teams are going to land their punches. Like both guys are going to land sure. their punches, and it's inevitably going to come. And who could just stand upright and hopefully remain healthy, man? Because these in-game yeah. injuries have been a killer. They're killing them. It's been and, a downright killer. And I think when you look at this game, obviously it's got shootout written all over it. And I think the Eagles have the matchup where they can score just as much. They should be able to have just as much success passing the football. If Devonte Smith is healthy, if Lane Johnson is back the way Jalen hurts, I think it's been heating up despite that last interception against the jets. I think he's had three really good games in a row. You look at the dolphins injuries on their defense, but at the same time, I don't think this team should get caught up in being like, Oh, we need to outshine the dolphins in their passing attack. We should throw the ball again, you know, 45 plus times. This do the game, opposite of that. Exactly. So. This is a game, and we mentioned it briefly on the show a couple days ago on Wednesday, where this is one of those games I want to see them just rely on their – not to say I don't want Jalen Hurts in the passing game to take over because I think they have the matchup, but I want to see those 10-plus ten, ten play drives where you're killing half of a quarter, you're leaning on that offensive line, you're leading on DeAndre Swift because I think that's how you – one way to stop this Dolphins defense or offense, I should say, is to not have them on the field. So I need a balanced attack. It seemed like they took that approach like two weeks too early where they're just yeah. like putting together all of these drives. And then last week they just throw the football and it's like, oh no, like if we choke the clock sure. and we score on the possessions that we need to, if they had the red zone efficiency of last week and then had those 10 plus play drives of the week before, yeah, you're going to get 
that outcome that we have been talking about. And I think the game plan you have to go into this week with is exactly what Washington did to you last season, that first loss that you got delivered. Coming into that game, it's like, oh, here are the Eagles, this offensive juggernaut. How is Washington going to win the football game? Well, they're going to possess it for 40% 40 minutes of the game, two-thirds of the game completely. You're going to get in third and short situations where you're able to continue to work third first downs you you're not going to be able to continue drives if you're in these third and five third and six third and seven where 75 percent of the time you're halfway behind the first down marker and you just got to choke it out and be efficient man you mm-hmm. you don't want miami to see you in a boat race i mean miami is the home of some of the best boats in the world and they will quite literally take you out the sea sure. and just drag you man like We've 70 guys, points though. in a game I mean, man 70 yeah, points if, in a game like that's yeah. that's crazy at any level of football and if that's the kind of game it becomes i'm more confident the eagles can hang with them over pretty much anybody in the nfl but yeah i think it doesn't have to be that way the eagles have shown i think unlike miami that they can win in many different ways and so i kind of want them to lean on that Instead of the flashy speed style like the Dolphins are coming in with, that that power, and I think that'll help you you know, alleviate some of your issues on third down. As you mentioned last week, you're behind the sticks so much with these third and seven pluses, but if you run the football efficiently on first down and second down, you can start setting up third and shorts. I think you're going to have more success in the red zone when you're not behind the sticks. So I think that's something, again, not to just become that run, run, run team all the time because you do have a mismatch. You do have Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, now Julio Jones, but they, I think, need to just empty the tank in this game. I think the offense is going to really need to do that. Not to say, Gino, I have no confidence in the defense to make stops because the defensive line has been incredible the last month. But the Dolphins, like, you can't stop them from scoring. Like, they're going to score 20-plus, I think, in this matchup. You think? Yeah, I mean, the Bills are the only team this year that could limit them from, what, scoring 30-plus? I mean, they're amazing. And I think the approach that Miami took in that game to kind of put them behind the eight ball, because what they did in that game was, and you and I have talked about this, they kind of just put their corners on one side. And like once Buffalo figured that out, they were able to just possess the ball forever and just get Stefan Diggs and these good looks. But Vic Fangio, he's the guy that was in this building last year. The guy who made cover six, what it is defense is going to be the stalemate in my opinion. Because both guys run the exact same thing. I think it's just like what count, what offense comes in and commits to that game plan. I think the Eagles, you want to get back to smash mouth 1935 football. Choke this thing out. Run yeah. it for 200 plus yards. Possess the heck out of the ball. Let your big nasties go in there and just impose their will. And I do agree. that right away because that can open up things if you do get into a boat race. Because and, once yeah. they know you have that rush element... Now we got to be cognizant. Now we bring guys down. Boom. There's your your explosives that the Eagles are looking for in this offense. And I think it stops an offense from getting into a rhythm when they're off the field for so long, Gino, right? Like even if the Dolphins have a good drive, then they have to wait another 10 minutes. I mean, that's difficult for an offense. So it's totally bizarro what we used used to be used to with Chip Kelly as the uh, play caller. All right, Gino, we're going to continue to get into this matchup, though, coming up next. want to keep talking about that Hurts-Tua storyline, but also it's not just Hurts trying to outshine Tua in this game. There's two of the best wide receiver duos in the league 
on this primetime matchup. So all that more coming your way on a Friday edition of Lockdown Eagles, which is sponsored by Jace Medical. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Jace Medical now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Um, Last year, I live in Buffalo, New York. We had a ton of blizzards something like the Jays case would come through huge in those types of situations. They continuously work to expand their medication offerings in these recent efforts. They've added ivermectin as an option in the Jays case. Plus you can get gift cards as well for family and your loved ones so they can get a Jays case of their own personalized to their needs. All you got to do, go to jacemedical.com, enter the promo code LOCKDOWN in all caps, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. Once again, head over to jacemedical.com, use that promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout at jacemedical.com for a $20 discount. We thank Jace Medical for sponsoring the Lockdown Eagles podcast today. As well as Jace Medical, we thank our friends over at FanDuel for sponsoring the Lockdown Podcast Network and Lockdown Eagles, more importantly. Not only are they the biggest sports book in America, but they're the only one that we rely on each and every week. In this show, we do our LOE3 sponsored by them every single week. And there's only one reason why. They're not only reliable, but they give you the best bonus bets. And today, if you want to get in on the action, all you have to do is place a $5 wager. Yes, five George Washingtons, a single Abraham Lincoln, and you can get $200 back in bonus bets, guaranteed. And you can bet on quite literally everything. The day of a game, if you go to the player prop section, it is like an encyclopedia of how many wagers you can make. You can bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And all you have to do to get in on the action today is go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get in on the action today. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. We thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, football season well underway. Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern time on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel, including our own. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, Kyle Krabs are going to break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. We're getting you ready for Eagles-Dolphins this Sunday night at Lincoln Financial Field. The Eagles are wearing their Kelly Greens. I cannot wait for that. Devontae Smith, Gino, actually today said he wants them to be the full-time jerseys. I think you're going to see that as a common theme once people see just how good these look on TV. I almost wanted to go to the game this Sunday, but I feel like to get the proper experience of seeing these jerseys, I need the up-close and personal looks on TV. So I decided I'm staying home for it. It's going to be beautiful on Sunday night football, man. And the black visors, too, the aesthetic of all these guys, it's going to look so good. There's just something about the way that that open stadium at Lincoln Financial Field, when that that dark sky just hits and those green jerseys pop. I know, the fact that it's primetime is going to make it even pop more. I totally agree. I remember going to the shutout Sunday night football game, Eagles, Giants, back in 2016, maybe, and... Man, it just like the way that those greens just pop off and just like everything looks more lively under the lights. And I agree. I wish Miami got to go back to their 
a classic white jersey. Those Dan Marino whites. It would have been beautiful. Like, why not color rush it one more time just for the heck of it? No, I agree. It's going to be a huge matchup. They're going to look great on the field, and the matchup itself looks incredible from a matchup perspective. But, you know, also from a storyline perspective, this is awesome. We talked about it Wednesday, and you're seeing everybody in the media and fans alike talk about the Jalen Hurts to a tug of Viola connection in Alabama. We talked about it Wednesday, of course, like Hurts gets benched in the national championship, and that really was like the moment that was going to make or break his career, and it totally made him into a star. I don't think he's the player he is now without that moment. So everybody's kind of talking about that angle of this. But you know what's interesting, too, is – People really haven't talked about how both of these teams set up very well to be championship contenders, right? And a lot of it is because of their quarterbacks. And Tua even, you know, we got a lot of hate from Dolphins Twitter a few days ago because we said that Hurts is a better overall player, but which I think is true right now. And I think most teams in the NFL would take Jalen Hurts over Tua. We still said he's playing incredible football right now. I mean, his stats are pretty much number one in every passing category. So we weren't trying to like, it's, I don't know. Dolphins Twitter is kind of soft if I'm being honest with you, but when oh, you no. look at, oh, that <laughs> no, was, that's going to yeah, get clipped. Go. <laughs> that's going to get clipped. Uh, it's the clipping era for sure. But you know, these teams were very like, sometimes the best move you can make in the NFL is no move at all. Because obviously me and you have talked to death about the Eagles quarterback storyline the last few years, the rumors from 2021, 2022, they were still, you know, trying to make things work with Wentz and they were kind of feeling around the Deshaun Watson trade, you know, market, Russell Wilson, the New Orleans Saints trade. A lot of that had to do with last year's quarterback class because they weren't sure who Hurts was going to become. But the Dolphins were kind of in the same boat. Like Tua was good, but not great. And there was that whole Tom Brady, Sean Payton conspiracy that seemed and was true. They got penalized for it. So the fact that both these teams are in the situations they are, it's kind of funny because neither team, I think, really like banked on it being the outcome. It's the ideal scenario for both, but both teams are very close to having completely different scenarios play out, which for me is I, I love the what ifs. It's a fascinating topic. For those who think I don't like Tua, this is one of my very best friends who I talk Miami Dolphins with all the time. He lives in Miami. He goes to every single game. He says, quote, you always liked Tua, even when he got dragged through the floor as dirt for two years. I for mean, two I'm, years. I'm still going to double down, though, Gito. Like, Hertz is a – yes, the numbers right now, Tua is playing better almost than anybody, but Jalen Hurts is a better player than Tua. I think what the moral of the story was for both of these teams – is that they didn't have the right guy in there for their quarterback. And when they went out That's there and found their guy, i.e. Mike McDaniel, yeah, we would say how great yeah. would it be for Mike to be our coordinator because we don't have like this crazy offense that two has. That's the... Yeah. That's the hypothetical of it. But, I mean, it's it's a perfect offense for two. Like, if you look at what he is doing and say otherwise, that's just an ignorant take, man. Like, yeah, you could clip whatever you want, but, like, he's obviously a good quarterback. Like, he's obviously performing better than Josh Allen, who right now was the guy that you needed to usurp. And it's just that ideology of just doing everything it takes to win. I think that's what Miami has finally figured out. It's like, man, as good as we think we are, it's like, yeah. what if we do go get Tyreek Hill? Like, what if we do add Raheem Moster and de draft Devin, who's like mm -hmm. the fastest dude on earth, and let Mike just create this offense around that identity that we're right. going to have fast playmakers. We're going to work on this timing, accuracy type of offense. The offense Jalen runs here in Philadelphia, yeah, it's made for him. Obviously, they're both in a great spot because organizationally, I think it comes down to organizationally. You'll see the teams that aren't willing to go for it all, the Dolphins yeah. in that division, every team is willing to go for it. 
Like, you have to go for it. So, I mean, hats off to them, dude. Not only did they have Tyreek, you go mm-hmm. and get Jalen Waddle. Same with the Eagles. You got Devontae. You go and get A.J. Wow, Brown. Those are Brown. winning yeah. moves for winning franchises. No, it's a good point. And actually, again, you look at both teams, like neither one, I think, fully believed that Hurts and Tua would become the players they are today. So they were always looking for other options. But at the mm-hmm. same time, you make a great point. They also gave these guys a great chance to become their best versions of themselves by setting them up with star receivers, with really good playmakers, with great offensive lines. So it's not totally surprising that both became who they were, but it was a re- it's a really tough spot to be in when you're a team that has good rosters, when you have a quarterback that's good, not great, and you got this really tight window to figure out if they can be more or you have to make another decision. And so the fact that both kind of panned out in the ideal scenario is, is crazy because most of the time when you look at the NFL and quarterback trajectories, when they're kind of on the path of Hurts and Tua, most of the time this is not the outcome. So it's kind of unique that both of them are in these situations. That's a great point. I mean, I didn't even really think about it like that. Like it's very like how similar long did it take? Teams. How long did it take them to actually like buy into that? Like, because I feel the same thing. It took us a year and a half to buy into Jalen, and there were questions years, with yeah. the Brian Flores to a relationship, right? And yeah. I, that's a it's a really good approach and root call. Like, what got them there? I think it's just the right hires at the right places, yeah. taking risks and those risks. I mean. And some Ron Armstead, Jalen Ram. A lot of it is luck. Because a lot of it, you know, was the moves they couldn't make because they weren't allowed to make them. The Dolphins weren't allowed to get Tom Brady and Sean Payton. The Eagles weren't allowed to trade for Deshaun Watson. So some of it, you got to give them credit for a lot of it. They gave Hertz and Tua as many resources as possible to become these guys. But at the same time, a lot of it was just also circumstantial. But you need that in the NFL, right? I mean, most dynasties come from a lot of luck. Most great I mean, teams come from a lot of luck. Is Jalen Hurts where he is in his career as a mature young man if that Tua event doesn't exactly. happen? Exactly. Probably it's not. The- I would say no because does, is he forced to change his style of play and become a better passer? Probably not. It's the butterfly effect, man. And like we can, we personally on this show cannot hate Tua Tungavailoa because without him, yeah. we don't have our guy right now. Like we right. we have to applaud Nick Saban for taking that. And yeah, it, it's it's a really cool storyline. And I think it's at the end of the day, story, yeah. both of these teams are doing what every fan base wants their team to do. Yeah. They want them to go and get the Jalen Ramseys, the AJ Browns, the Jalen Carters, get the young creative head coaches that are going mm-hmm. to overhaul things. That's the way forward in the National Football League. Yeah. Both teams are five and one for a reason right now. I don't think it is just a fluke. And I think these teams are going to be hanging around in this territory for a long time. And who's doing better right now, Lou, at drafting and building a team to beat your division than the Miami Dolphins? And I think the Eagles are the same way in the NFC. 100%. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts, he's going to want to outshine Tua. But it's not just that, you know. I think you also got this receiver storyline. Two of the best duos in the league. I think the best two duos in in football right now. Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown versus Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Interesting note here from A.J. Brown. He has a chance to become, let me just make sure I get this right. He has a chance to become the only second player since the NFL merger to have five straight games of 125 plus receiving yards. The only other player to do that is Calvin Johnson. So this is like a massive game. Devontae Smith should be good to go with that hamstring injury. I want them to outshine these these receivers. And, and Waddle and Hill, like it might be the fastest duo of all time, but I would still probably take Brown and Smith over them because I think, you know, in any kind of situation, any play situation, any kind of weather, 
they're to me the two guys I would take over anybody in the league. I'm gonna roll with our guys, and yeah, I know there's a lot of pushback on that as well, but it's what they need, man. Like we need AJ yeah. to win one on ones because they're not getting these unbelievable like pre snap motion play designs yeah, that are helping us out when when Tyreek Hill like doesn't win his man matchup, but it just makes it easier when you're in those situations. And I would take either of them. Like there's no t- other two groups that I'm fa- like in the division no, too. I'm, yeah. I'm not <laughs> taking CD lamb and Michael no. Gallup and Brandon cooks, or I'm not just taking Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis yeah. and just Garrett Wilson and whatever's going on. in it. like, they clearly have the best two groups of playmakers, arguably in both conferences. Right and now. you know, Brown and Smith have a good matchup. The Dolphins have allowed their 21st in passing yards per play. So Jalen Ramsey not going to play in this football game. This is a good matchup. Again, we're talking about wanting to be balanced and run the football, but they're going to be able to throw. 22nd in pass defense DVOA, 25th yep. in rush defense DVOA. It's that is the one area beat. that I'm looking at. Yeah, you're not playing the Jets defense again. You're not. And th- thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. But this is going to be a boat race. I think a lot of points are going to be scored. If you're a fan of college football, this could feel like one of those big 12 games. I totally agree. And that's my kind of football. I cannot wait for Sunday <laughs> night and our player props coming up next for LOE three. I think it's going to reflect that feeling for sure. But first guys, today's show is sponsored by prize picks. It's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money. This football season, you just select two or more players, pick more or less of their projected stats. It's going to be more for Eagles. Dolphins got news for you and place your entry prize picks, daily fantasy, really simple to play, make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. I'm going to roll. I think, I think Jalen hurts to have more than 250 passing yards. I might take two to have more too. I think this is going to be a shootout. Plus, guys, PrizePix offers weekly promotions that can lead to a big payout, like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, PrizePix discounts select player projections up to twenty-five percent to provide even more value. And listen to this: this is new with the PrizePix reboot policy. Your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football top twenty-five matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return for the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. That's so cool. Go to prizepix.com slash LockdownNFL. Use our promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, prizepix.com slash LockdownNFL. Use the code LockdownNFL. You're going to get a first deposit match up to $100. While you're scrolling through your phone, putting in your PrizePix daily fantasy. At the same time, why don't you go on there? Download a little app we like to call DoorDash. I'm sure all of you love DoorDash as much as we do. And we have the best offer for you today. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. If you're watching that Phillies game tonight, you're like, man, I can't get away from the TV. You go on DoorDash. You order your favorite Wawa hoagie, you get it delivered right to your house, and you are going to get some money off with our deal here today. Once again, that's a 50% off value up to $10 when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Download that DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to to change, terms apply. Make sure you get that hoagie for this Phillies game tonight. Big game. Go Phils. Go Fightins. 
All right, Eagles fans, we're wrapping up this Friday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast the way we always do, and it's presented by FanDuel LOE3, three player props each that Gino and I are riding on for Eagles Dolphins. And Gino, again, this one I think is going to have a lot of offense, so I think our bets reflect that. And this year too, Lou, I feel like our culmination of LOE3 has been like the Eagles offense. It's like at times, it's like, man, we're doing good. And then at times, it's like, this is rough. Like we can't get out of these three long situations. And here we are once again. But I think it's offense centric this time around. I agree. And I think our bets reflect that. Let's get into it. And we both started with some bets for Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, who are trying to show they're the best receiver duo in the league, not Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. So, Gino, I have the anytime touchdown score for Devontae Smith at plus 200. You have the over on total receptions for A.J. Brown at five and a half. He's had at least seven catches in four games straight now, I think. Has a chance to make that five. I like both these bets. They have a good matchup. No Jalen Ramsey in this game. The Dolphins' corners have been struggling the last few weeks. I think they're going to put up points. Devontae should be in for a, a nice little bounce back week when it comes I to agree. production. I I'm think not he's finally going to get over again, the hump. Right? Yeah. No, not at all. And A.J. Brown, like you said, I mean, he's averaging well above that 5.5%. If, yeah. <laughs> if you look at his target share, he's right up at the top of the league. I mean, he's a guy who's just continually getting the football thrown his way. And the one thing about him, Lou, he actually doesn't drop the football as opposed to some of these guys on the right. Eagles offense. No, I totally agree. And I've had a lot of luck with the Devontae Smith anytime touchdown this year. I'm, I think two for two or three for three on mm-hmm. that front. So I'm going to try to ride with that again Sunday night. Um, you have the over on 51 and a half total points. I like that a lot. And I think the country would like that a lot too. You're telling me one of these teams has to score 26 and the other has to score 25 and we're going to come right to that number. You're going to have to think, at least to win this game. Yeah. I think we go well north of that number on both sides. And like I said, even if you want to choke this game down, Miami's offense could score in the blink of an eye. 51 points in a National Football League game. Yeah. It might seem like your average total, but for this one, it just it might seem a little bit too easy, but like I, I don't want to be the guy that's choking out and under in this game man no like, I'm with you're you. just waiting for this damn to break and it does and it's like oh there's the 40 points we were waiting for it's not fun to root for the under anyway Gino I feel Ever. like I always want to go with the over and this game's getting like remember that game in 2018 Chiefs Rams it's kind of getting that type of hype so I, I'm hoping that it, it goes over and I, I think it will too I'm taking the over and my second bet reflects this as well plus 221 odds here I'm taking the over on passing yards for both Hertz and Tua Jalen's is over 251 and a half receive, uh, passing yards. Two was at 274 and a half. I'm going to take the over on both. I think it's just a, a high flying game on both sides. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts, even if they don't want to pass the ball 45 times, might not I have don't, to hit this number. I don't think you're going to be in that Jets type of territory where everything yeah. is underneath. I think an explosive will open up at some mm. point in this game to maybe get a big chunk of that. And two is just going at that clip. Like that's a, that's an easy parley to just like sit back and just like let those totals continue to ch- yeah. clock up throughout the game. All right, Gina, we finished things off both with an over bet on DeAndre Swift. I took the over on 62 and a half rushing yards. Like I said, I think this is going to be a balanced attack. I think they're going to want to run through Swift in a lot of these situations. You have the over on 21 and a half receiving yards, which I like. DeAndre has gotten very involved in the passing attack the last three games, and I, I want that to continue. It's like the one bet that I just want to keep riding right now. I, I feel like the sky's the limit for him after yeah. last week. He was the guy that it's like, oh, we're going to throw it to him on a Texas. He's going to catch it, bounce off of a tackle, keep his, excuse me, keep his feet, 
and like bounce off of another tackle and score a touchdown. It's like that was 13 yards right there. And the guy I, I said last week on this show, Lou, like when can I just bet more than that on their overall receiving yards? Because DeAndre, dual threat. Like talk about a true dual threat for this offense, man. There's a reason why we're going both rushing and passing bets with them. LOE three always presented by FanDuel, the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. That's going to do it today for the Locked On Eagles Podcast. We'll see you Sunday night after the game. What a matchup coming up. Enjoy the Kelly Green. Enjoy what could be a potential shootout and hopefully a big Eagles win. Thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off as always. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.